We're going to do something. I don't know what. We're a fantasy baseball podcast. We're a baseball podcast. We're a podcast. Yeah, we're a podcast. seriously. Baseball. Baseball. Five fans. Four fans. Let's talk baseball. What is he on today? What? I have no idea what's going on. Nor do I. Oh, well, you're the, right. you're, you're the producer. You start the show. What do you want from me? Because I'm an idiot. That's beautiful. That's really the best thing you've ever said on this podcast. Like, oh my god, did you see that guy's butt? Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, oh, that's magic. I have no idea what's going on here. Nor do I. I, I don't know how to flick. <laughs> you cannot take that out. <laughs> Welcome to the My Franchise Baseball Podcast. I am Glenn. I am joined by my co-host, Mike. Hello. And our wonderful, lovely, talented producer, master of all things, Dizzle. Hi. You just keep moving, like, farther away from the microphone. Should I be closer? I think maybe, just yeah. in an effort to, to be able to hear you when you say something wonderful and outstanding. And Well, that doesn't happen often, so. Interesting. Well, that's true. It's got to be more often than I do it. I don't know if that's true, because you say a lot more. I do say a lot more. I mean, like, per capita, though, she's yeah, probably well, better. Per capita, for sure. That I, you, I like sit around here listening. I like I edit the podcast, and I'm and I'm always like, is this the part where I said something witty? And, I, and I'm like, it's got to be within like the next five minutes or so. And I'm listening, and I'm like, no, no, never happened. And like, I almost start like trying to dig back through other episodes to see if I can find something witty and just like drop it. <laughs> in there. Pretend that you were witty two weeks in a row. Yeah, just just like what was that thing that I. I must have said something profound about uh, Vlad Guerrero back in like season one, episode six, or or some damn thing. Like, let's, Vlad Day. let's let's pull that up and see if we can get any. Uh, but then you just wind up with our intro, and that's that, what I spend my time doing and not editing or researching for next week or anything to that effect. It, not, it was fun when we had a Vlad cast. We had a Vlad cast. We had a we had a Padres cast once. That we wasn't did. that long ago. No. Nope. We had a fantasy baseball podcast for quite a while. For a while, yeah. I don't know what we've had a lot. That much I know for sure. Uh, Not saying any of it's good. Just that there's been a lot. No, sir. Yeah, just quantity over quality, etc., etc. Over and over. That's how you my franchise. Over and over ad nauseum. So what would we talk? We I just said something would be good for the first segment, and now I forgot what it was. Oh, right. Your championships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, Kegger. Yeah. I won two out of my three leagues that I was in this year. I made the playoffs in three out of my four. Made championship game in two. Won one. That's good stuff. What um, happened in the other one? What was the other one? What was the situation I, that you found yourself remember. in? I don't, unfortunately. I, I believe I recall beating you. That can't be it. That can't be right. I feel like I had a performance in. Uh, I feel like I had a performance in that league's playoffs, very similar to, to the performances yeah. of the two teams that we are going to speak ad nauseum oh, about, man. Uh, here on the podcast this week, like, yeah, if you want some sunshine, you're not going to fucking get it here. Today. What was, by the way, what was the final score that you beat me by, Dizzle? I don't remember. I want to say like nine two or something. It was like, like that, but, but at one up. point it was ten to nothing, and I'm like, "Fuck! I'm gonna get a Pearl Jam album cover text in the beginning." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> I beat Dizzle 10 to nothing once and I texted her a picture of the Pearl Jam album 10 uh, immediately after the game was over. And, <laughs> and because karma is a bitch every single time. Yep. Actually, Yahoo went and like redid a score on that Tuesday. And so I still beat her, but I beat her nine to one. I don't know how, like you had like one more RBI or I had one less stolen base or whatever the hell it was. But yeah, it was, it was nine to one. And that is what I get for spent sending Pearl Jam album covers to people <laughs> who I have defeated in fantasy baseball games. Fortunately, did not change the outcome uh, the the overall outcome of the game, but of course that that point mattered at some points. So fun. Dizzle, champion of the league that no one cared about. Pretty much. Uh, congratulations of the league. Of I, yeah. Champion of. I can't I can't be too proud of that one, but when you beat your husband in the championship game, yeah. it's still it's still fun to. Um, you sir, I sir, you owe me a bridesmaid dress. Do I, oh yeah, I suppose you do. You are back at the. Uh, you are back to being the Buffalo Bills of that fantasy league, are you not? A tough run you have had. Is it a dynasty? A small I, dynasty? As much as the Bills were, Did yeah. you miss? You missed the playoffs last year. Oh, that was the year with that all the, the stuff. the greatest finish in the history of... With the craziness yeah. and the hey, hey, hey. We probably should have broken it all up after that. Like, nothing like that is ever going to happen again. No, I mean, what did we have? Was it... Four of us who were all vying for the last spot? I think so. And, like, more importantly, like, five and six going into the last day got spots three and four. Yeah. Like, it totally flipped the guy. Because it was, what, you and Jesse? Jesse and I got, got bumped. Yeah, you. but you guys were in going yeah. into that week. Yeah. And Marty and Chuck. Was it Chuck? Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were in... The last day. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was it, it, as close as you'll ever get in any fantasy playoff. Other than Jeremy, who had run away with the league at that point. Yeah, how did that work for him? Not, not about as well as it did for me this year. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yes, failure, success, championships, all the things. How about them Cubs? God. Technically, out... No, outscored by the Twins. Yeah. Technically. Outscored Not by the Twins. Outscored by the Twins. Swept at home. As were the Twins. After winning their division. As were the Twins. What a bunch of shit. <laughs> I don't have enough. I, I will say, in the case of the Cubs, I'm not incredibly surprised by the lack of runs because their hitting's been a, a problem all season. I'm not really surprised in general. I, I I mean I'm not really surprised by the by the, the by the law, by the outcome. Yeah. You know I can't say I'm I'm enormously surprised by the outcome of the Twins either. I I will say I, I'm surprised by the Twins. I, I I did not think that they were gonna lose two games. Like I I didn't think they were gonna go two two nothing. Yeah, I really didn't. Yeah, I, but they but they did exactly what I said a couple weeks ago that I was worried that they were gonna do. And they didn't hit like they didn't hit last year. Yeah, and they're what now? What's their phenomenal, colossal? They have lost eighteen straight postseason games. Eighteen straight games. Games. They haven't won a postseason game since two thousand four, I think. Two thousand four. That's ugly, man. 
That's Man. that's that's. I might find a picture of myself from '04 and put it side by side with a picture from like today. Yeah. And be like, this is how long it's been since the Twins won a fucking playoff game. Oh, I thought you were just gonna come up with something that you've been failing at consistently for the last 16 years, as well. No. How many years have they made the playoffs in there? Well, so they won the division in four, five, six, I mean, like nine times. Because that's the thing, you got, I mean, because that's the thing that, that adds to the disappointment level of it. That's the thing that makes it more, you know, I hate to use the word tragic, but we will as far, you know, we'll yeah. say tragic in the sports sense. They yeah. at least is, made it to the playoffs. They keep doing, they, they like... You hear about teams, it's like, oh, it's been 27 years since this team has, has won a Super Bowl. It's like, well, it's been 26 years since they've been in the goddamn playoffs. Like, like they're failing on a level before we get to this. Yep. Like, failing on the big stage hurts. It's painful. It's it, it's not good. Speaking of which, the Bears are still undefeated, right? <laughs> Bears still undefeated. Yeah, they they sure are. Are. Do you realize that the Bears are going to, in super awesome, totally Chicago Bears fashion, they are going to be bad enough to miss the playoffs and good enough to miss the quarterbacks? Yeah. Like, that seems to be the plan every year. Just like, why don't we go out there and win enough games to not get a shot at one of the better quarterbacks? Oh, and by the way, if we do get a shot at one of the better quarterbacks, let's take one of the not better quarterbacks and trade up for him. Trubisky? Yeah, go. What go get the, the next shit? One. Do you think that, like, actually was having this discussion at work today, like, and we can get back to baseball after this, but a quick, tiny football tangent. Like, okay, so Mahomes gets drafted by the Bears biscuit winds up in Kansas City is Mahomes a shit show because he had to play under John Fox and be terrible and biscuit is tearing up the league right now maybe it's entirely possible that that he that he could have unlocked the talent in Trubisky but I mean Mahomes was a was a better talent I don't think anybody believed that he was going to be the player that he has become but he was, I believe, widely thought to be a better prospect than Trubisky. I really don't know. The last I recall, there being a very, very open debate on the subject of who the best of those quarterbacks was, and each of them had their own oh, yeah. flaws. Trubisky's biggest flaw being that he hadn't really started. He hadn't yeah, really started, he started that many like games. twelve games or something. Yeah, in college. Uh, Anyway, he sucks. Uh, so do the Bears, but they're three and zero. Nick Foles, bring it on. Let's take a break and talk about baseball when we come back. How's that sound? Sure. Cool. Welcome back to the My Franchise Baseball Podcast. I'm Mike, joined as always by my bestie, Glenn. Yes, here I am. <laughs> and Dizzle. Hello. Um, so we're you should have brought me a surge. I was drinking tea before you got here. It's like all calm and not filled with rage. Surge. 
Um, all right, so we were, we were talking between segments, and we decided that we were just going to go. We weren't even we talking for that long. You found your twin stat, and now I'm angry. I'm angry for you, for the twins. You should be. So the twins lost three games in 06, three games in 09, three games in 2010. 10. What The one game wild card against the Yankees in 17, which we watched in the backyard. Yeah, never watch baseball games in your backyard. Uh, no, no, it hasn't worked out well. Because the Cubs lost game one of the World Series in the backyard, too. Yeah. And then... I mean, they lost it in Chicago, but... Or was it in Cleveland? I don't know, but they won the World Series. So they won the World Series, yeah. But in uh, our backyard. And then 19, they lost. Was it two they lost last year? Was it, I think it was the best of three last year, and they lost in both of the Yankees. Yeah. And then they lost two this season. Yeah. Shit show. Complete shit show. Yeah. To the Astros. To the Astros who were under 500, who, were, who hadn't been Oh, gee, that well. sounds familiar, too. <laughs> who like literally they I mean they hadn't been playing well. They should have mopped the floor with them. Yeah. Jose Altuve batted two fifteen for the season and Sergio Romo felt the need to walk four guys. Not felt the need to, but sucked yeah. enough to. Like what? Seriously. Fucking it's atrocious. Can we just do like can we just go straight to why did Maeda get taken out of game one? Sure. I, there's no good reason. My, the, the only thing I will accept is, you not having an answer this time I, because I don't think anybody does. I think it was you and I who were talking on the phone the other day, and you said Rocco can't manage the same way in the postseason as he does in the in the regular season. Well, I don't think that was me, but uh, but I agree with you. And actually, it was Jeremy yeah, from well, the My Franchise Football Podcast. I was talking to Jeremy today too about the same thing about Cubs, Twins, uh, etc. So I've been worked up for a good chunk of the afternoon. But you know, the Cubs, I think the Cubs' fatal flaw in Game One was leaving Henderson for too long. Yeah, the Twins, maybe not their fatal flaw in Game One, but a huge flaw in Game One is taking Maeda out so soon. Yeah. What what killed me was you go into day two and any description of the game called it, you know, this is a must-win game for the Minnesota Twins. It's a three-game series. It's always a must-win game. Just yeah. go out and win. Yes, I understand your playoff lives are not on the line. You're not getting eliminated by losing game one. But you're being stupid. But fucking win the game. Go win. Yeah. Go hit. However don't, it is. Don't hold back. Try to win the fucking game. Take and, a 1-0 lead when all you need are two fucking wins. And if your best chance to win involves using the same pitcher who's been pitching the game thus far, then you keep using him. You're not saving him for game three. This is not a five-game series. Right. This is not a when-I-get-to-the-win-or-die situation. I need Maeda back. This is the win-or-be-mortally-wounded situation. Yeah. Agreed. You just, you keep putting the best guys out there. And Why was know, Donaldson and, left off the playoff And now roster? you're fucking 0-18 in your last 18 playoff games. Yeah, that's brutal. And 0-18. And like we just said, the last win was against the Yankees in 2004 Yeah, in a series that they lost three games to one. Yeah. It wasn't a series that was close or contested, really. Right. So you don't really, I mean, you can hang your hat on that if you want to, but yeah. it's but it's going to fall off. Yeah. You know they haven't they haven't won a series since I think oh three, it was oh three, not oh two. Yeah, it it's ugly. Yeah, I don't know. It's what incredibly do you do? ugly. 
And that's the part where we talked about before. We've talked about this with the, with their Yankees curse before. But what is this thing that transcends? It's it's not a manager. It's not a clubhouse. It's not a co- how can your culture of losing in the playoffs transcend three different managers? Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Guardy Molitor and Rocco. Yeah. You know. I mean, different generations of players. We, I mean, there's, I don't, I don't believe there's a single player left that was on the squad in 2010. Yeah, even 2010 is, it's 10 years ago. Jesus Christ, right? Like, there's, there's <laughs> nobody brutal. left from that crew. Yeah. So, like, who? There, there aren't that many faces left from 17. What's dragging you down? You know, the Minnesota Twins. What is the thing that get not you personally? Oh, okay. What's dragging the Twins down? What is their anchor? What is the thing that will not allow them to to overcome playoff futility over and no. over and over I, again. I, I will say that I, last year was worse. Last year, the, the fact that they were the Bombas, that they were this juggernaut of an offensive team. And granted, they played the Yankees in the first round who were right there behind them. Yeah. But you fucking didn't show up. But those should have been games that, those should have been games like Cleveland and the Yankees yesterday, 10 to 9. Yeah. That's how you like. At least when that happens, you feel like you put your best yeah. foot forward. Now that we score two runs thing. in two fucking games. Yeah, you're not gonna win. No, what granted, did the second run feel like? I felt good about because I didn't it, get a second early, run because it was early in the first game or in the second game. I didn't get a second. Well, run. you're better off than the fucking Reds who got no runs in two games. I don't think we are cuz basically we're all just going home. We're, we're all just, fucking losing. We're just not fighting with Ronald Acuna right now on the Twitter, <laughs> which is awesome yeah. by the way. I don't know if it is. <laughs> it it's totally a is. little bit of just like Baseball baseball needs that though. Ba- baseball needs hey. some some fun back and forth, some rivalry, some give, giving a hard time to somebody. I th- I think to some I don't know like I I feel like I feel like players were bad enough off when they were getting misquoted by reporters like just giving them a microphone and giving them the opportunity to like shit down their own leg doesn't really you lost shut up well then major league <laughs> baseball find your stars promote them otherwise they're going to promote themselves like this yeah I, I I don't know I'm I I'm not angry about it yeah you know, it doesn't it doesn't fill me with I, I'm rage, not angry at all. I, I, I love the personality that the young group of baseball have. Baseball I did see have. I did see by the way, and again, I, I want to state for the record again that I am I am opposed to sixteen teams in the playoffs. It's far too many for a thirty team league. It is not. But I did see that uh MLB.com had a whole like pick your bracket thing as if they were trying to yeah. like like NCAA tournament yeah. style, this this sort of bit score, and so I was uh, I I thought that that was an interesting approach to how to. I, I thought it was great. I, I I will agree with you that the fact that sixteen teams in a thirty team league is too many. The, the Slam Diego Padres are up one nothing right now. Excellent. Um, having a bullpen game today, by the way. Are they really? Yeah, totally bullpen game. I've had it. This is what you this this is what you got for nine players that you sent off for Mike Clevenger. It's a bullpen game. They got a lot more than Mike Clevenger, though. The bullpen game in your do or die playoff life. The Tingler. Yeah, Jace. The Tingler. Oh, dude, should I pop the Tingler on? No, 
but but we're watching the game last night. Yeah. And you know, there's Tingler in the in the dugout, and they you know they they show him. Guess who is on first base? Right after that. I don't know. Stubby clap. Stubby clap. In the same game. Wow. Straight out of PCU. This is my thesis. That is outstanding. That is fantastic. Yeah, I was pretty excited. I just hired Stubby Clap for some position in one of my baseball simulator things. Which, by the way, God, that's all I got left now. It's going to be nothing but simulated baseball. That's not true. We still have the Padres. As if it wasn't bad enough. I know. If the Padres well, can't pull this off, then then we have to find other well, moving here, Here's what I hate. Twins are out. Yep. Cubs are out. Yep. White Sox are out. And we did kind of have out. a... We did kind of... It, I'm not cheering for the White Sox, but, or I wouldn't have been cheering for the White Sox, but we did kind of have a, hey, look out for the White Sox kind of bit going on. Like, I, I, wanted, with, I wanted to at least be, like, vindicated by something. Yeah. But here we're going to be with the Dodgers and the goddamn Yankees playing each other in the World Series going like, oh, gee, sorry, Tom, from the football podcast. I guess you were right all along. It's, so it's, but, it's funny that you bring that up. So I, I reached Tom? out to... No. Oh. I reached out to Matt, who... Who runs the sports uh, headquarters? Yeah, and I asked him, I'm like, hey, can I do a one-off article? He's like, yeah. What do you want to do? I'm like, I want to do, I want to do a story about how Yankees Dodgers would be great for baseball and terrible for baseball fans. That's I. I think we kind of, I think we kind of touched on that. Yeah, but you I know. like, in theory, it's great for baseball. You get the two biggest markets. You're on both coasts. It's it's great for TV. It's great for viewership. I think if San Diego could, so let me, they're not reseeding for the next round, right? I don't think so. You're, you're, you're just following, you're the, following bracket, the bracket. following the bracket, yeah. Right? So it's not, the, the Astros don't have to play Tampa Bay, no, so, I, Yankees, Tampa, Astros, A's. Yeah. Okay. Um, so would, would San Diego play, if if they were to both advance, would San Diego play the Dodgers? If in everybody the, advances, everybody right now would play their division opponent. In the next round? In the next round. Okay. That's because, that's, because that's just the way it works out. Unless St. Louis wins, that would be the only matchup that wasn't from your own division. Right. That's a drag because I would love it if San Diego got to knock off the Dodgers in the NLCS. Yeah, that's not going to happen. And it would be good TV. Because like, hey, it would be you know the what? young, fiery, Slam Diego, Super Padres against the old behemoth dinosaur, built our own, built our team with all our money. Oh, which what? isn't fair because the Dodgers have a really lot of cool, talent. The Marlins, who are still fucking undefeated in the playoffs. Still undefeated in the playoffs. God forbid the Chicago Cubs stand in the way of any kind oh, of yes, streak yeah. like that. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid we put a stop to any of that kind of but nonsense. The Marlins and the Padres playing each other. Horrible for baseball. But great for, I would love it. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know? I, I will say, I, the only thing that I like about Houston going on to the next round is the kerfuffle that went on between the A's and the Astros earlier in the season. And now you can possibly see that on a bigger stage I baseball could use a kerfuffle or two yeah. once in a while. It's good to have a bad guy too. I mean, like, let's you know, so positivity from my Cubs not standing in the way of of baseball immortal playoff immortality. Yeah. Now your twins 
have also not stood in the way of having a bad guy for whoever else to beat. Yeah. Everybody can, as long as the Astros are in the playoffs, everybody can cheer against the Astros. Agreed. And even more so after Carlos Correa came out in his post-game interview after game two and basically said, basically called out ESPN for just talking bad about the Astros and the cheating scandal I'm and everything. You got to get, you guys should not be allowed to talk just ever. No. Listen, <laughs> Correa, shut your fucking mouth. None of them. Just be ever. happy that you guys, one, made the playoffs and two, won a series. Yeah. Sands trash cans. Yeah. What did my friend, like, I don't know if he posted it or shared I saw somebody post a thing like, hey, Astros, I would love to have some of your old trash cans because I'm going to dump the twins in one. <laughs> like, that, yes. was, that was kind of his assessment of the Yeah, but you was trash can? Situa- yeah. Buy it off. I will cheap. take an Astros trash can and throw my twins fandom right into the son of a it's bitch. It's fucking right. gross, right? Ah, dude. This, what, what, the last two seasons is worse for me than when they lost 100 games. I can understand that because there's a certain point. There's a certain point in a hundred loss season where you're just like, "It is what it cool. is." Cool, go yeah. get them. Go, go, go. Rebuild. Like, get hey, it you together. won a game like, this week. Good for you. Like eighty. The difference between eighty nine win, eighty nine losses and a hundred losses is so insignificant to a fan base. Yeah, I, I don't think I could. I could overstate how insignificant that difference is. Yeah, that a hundred losses is not it, it it that's not what made you put your head in a bag and shame like right. you were shit that's all there was to it you don't need to define it it doesn't like need to be eights. bigger you're not bigger shit oh and 16 in the nfl that was a big fucking deal yeah right but 100 games 89 games whatever we lost we sucked it was brutal yeah okay thanks a lot moving on next year when you're winning there's a sense of hope. Yeah, yeah, that that never stops. There's no there's no line when you're winning that's good enough that isn't winning the World Series. The the expectation coming into the season was different. Like I I don't think the expectation was all that high last year going into the season. No, but once you are successful, your expectations do not have a, a finite line, a stopping point. Once no, you grow. become successful, you need to continue. It's like it, it, it's like it's like drugs. You just have to keep doing the drug. You know, you have to get better and better and better and win the World Series drug. That's the drug. And yeah. then the next year you start over again and you start trying to get all the drugs. Yeah, instead I'm crashing. But when yeah. And that's not cool. And the the more drugs, the harder you come oh, down. My mellow, if man. you just start off a season being shit and losing a hundred games, if you're just sober and boring and just kicking back until like just do all the drugs until November. Do all the drugs until November and keep getting more drugs and better drugs and and just go win the World Series of what, drugs. I mean, what the fuck are the Twins going to do next year? No, I'm I mean, gonna go out on a limb and say lose a playoff game. <laughs> like this seems par for the course at this. Well, the point. Twins mean the Twins. There's a good chance they lose 90 games last year or next, next year. year. Next year, I suppose that's. I, it's the it's, Twins can make the playoffs, lose 100 games, and then make the playoffs the next year. That's how the fucking Twins are. Does that? I don't know what. To, I don't even know what to ask at this point. Like the. 
the difference between that and say like what the the Cubs since winning the World Series have like they looked pretty good the following season in the postseason. Yeah. They lost a wild card game to Colorado, and now they're getting bitch slapped at home by the Miami Marlins. Yeah, an under five hundred team. And I mean, well, you look at the Twins. The Twins, I think, have the best home record in baseball. Yeah. Which, which I mean, yeah, that's that's a big deal. But how much how much home field advantage do you have when there's no fans? I don't know. They had plenty in the regular season. If they had the best home record, you know, something something must have been working for them at home. Just wasn't working in the they're, in this they're beating up on terrible teams in the central. Three teams from the central made the playoffs. Yeah, all three lost in the first round too. Yeah, I mean, well, and that 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 could be true at the end of the night tonight for the NL Central. Three teams in, three teams losing the first round. Three teams in, three teams out. All right. Um, you want to go to break and then get more worked up? Sure, I, I can get more negative. Calm down. All right, let's get off the drugs for a minute. We'll be back with more drugs here on the My Franchise Baseball Drugcast. Poor fans, by fans. Poor drugs, by drugs. It's a pretty common occurrence around here, so we'll probably get one before the night's over. Welcome back to the My Franchise Baseball Podcast. I am Glenn. I am joined by my co-host, Mike Jello, And our lovely, talented, super producer, Ain't No Loser, Dizzle. Hi. And we are what, fired up, I guess. Worked yeah. up. Pissed off. Pissed off. Pissed on. Hanging our heads. Yeah, I'm not hanging. I'm too pissed off to hang my head. Oh, I'm already hanging my head. Yeah, the that's the is you're embarrassed being the champion that you are <laughs> to have to associate yourself with with this low life sort that's of. It. I got wiped out in the first round. I am right here, just sharing sharing my anger, sharing the shame, sharing the failure with my Chicago Cubs. Ugly, by the way. Not, not. I didn't get to watch either of the games. Kind of glad, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that bit in retrospect where you like try really hard to watch a baseball game, a football game, whatever, a sporting event where you have a rooting interest, and then by the time you're done with it, you're like, "Why did I just waste all my time?" Like, yep, yep. Could have done something else with those three hours. Yeah. yeah. I only watched the last couple innings of both games. And that was that was probably worse than like either watching the whole thing or not watching any. I had I had game one of the twins on the radio just between work and home. Yeah. And I was gonna pop it I was actually gonna pop it on the radio when I got back here, but then I was like trying to figure out if I could get a feed of the Cubs game and listen to it and then I'm just I yeah, at the end of it, kind of watching the blips and bleeps go by on the computer and going like, God, really glad I didn't watch either of those stupid-ass things. Yeah. You know? I don't know. One run for the Cubs in two games. Yeah. And you can say what you want about the offensive woes that they've faced all season. This includes the guys who were performing well. The guys like Hayward, the guys like Hap. Hap did hit a home run. Hap accounted for the run. Yeah. But seriously, I mean... Hendricks pitched well, but not great. 
no business going out there for another inning to face the top of the lineup again. Yeah. That's baseball 101, right? Yeah. He wasn't dealing. He had walked three or four batters. Hendricks doesn't walk bat. Like, if Hendricks is pitching well, he's not walking batters. Yeah. So if he's walking batters, he's not pitching well. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Well, and you would think when your manager is a former catcher who caught that pitcher. Who caught Kyle Hendricks. No, he didn't catch Kyle Hendricks in Game Seven because he hit a pinch hit home run later. No, but he but he has caught him. He he knows yeah. his stuff. He knows the kind of pitcher he is. Well, but that's simple shit. Like I said, I didn't even watch the goddamn game. I know the kind. I I know from like reading box scores and Cubs blogs that if Kyle Hendricks walks more than three batters, he's not on his his best stuff. So you get through those six innings unscathed, by the way, no runs with a one nothing lead. This. Seven, eight, nine is why you have a bullpen. Well, that I mean, that is the new thing. I mean, that's what the Royals did a few years ago, and that's what everybody else started to mimic was you have a setup and a setup and a closer. Yeah, I, that's that's what you have a bullpen for. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about the Cubs' bullpen and it not being the, the strength of the team by any stretch of the imagination. But you can't tell me you don't have three pitchers lined up to be. That's Why wouldn't you have built it that way? Why wouldn't right. you have put together your postseason roster that way? And even if you're wrong, even if you're like, this is the guy who's going to go out there for seven, eight, and nine, and they're going to get the job done, then at least there's no second guessing later on. Well, let me, can I play devil's advocate? Sure. As, as a Cubs fan, had Rossi left him in, or had taken him out, and bullpen got lit up, would we be having a similar discussion about that move? No. No, because I, I think with a lot of Cubs fans, we would. I think that's the. I think that would be the initial reaction. Yeah. I think a lot of times you sit back in any situation like that and you go, "You shouldn't have taken him out. He was doing fine because he hasn't allowed me runs." Yeah. But when you consider the circumstances, and we talked a lot about various unwritten rules of baseball and how some of them are really stupid, but one of them is you don't got you don't send the guy out there to face the top of the order the third time. By the third time the top of the order has seen this guy, they know what's coming now. Yeah. There's not a lot of tricks left. And this isn't like this isn't like those those games you've seen of Justin Verlander where he somehow turns up the velocity yeah. in innings seven, eight, and nine. Even if Kyle Hendricks turned up the velocity <laughs> to eighty six. Yeah, exactly. It's not rocket science to figure out that this was that this version of Hendricks was gonna get you those six innings, and that was the best you could hope for. Yeah, I, it's I time to move on. Yeah, at the time, if you had taken Hendricks out, if you had called me, and they had taken Hendricks out and still given up the the two runs that Jeffers gave up afterwards, would I have been like, why the fuck would you take him out of the game? Yeah, probably. But that's in the moment, in the scenario. Yeah, you you have that reaction typically, but. This was not a dominant pitching performance where the guy needed to stick around. Darvish, yesterday, or today, or whatever, today, on the other hand, like, Darvish gave up a home run after dealing through six innings, six and two-thirds. He had gotten two guys out. He had two outs when he gave up a home run. Yeah. He wasn't exactly struggling through the game. I can accept that. Shit like that happens. He one hit up. You should, by the way, be able to overcome a two-run deficit. 
Agreed. When your playoff life depends on it. I don't know what they're well, doing. Maybe, I don't know what they're swinging at. I don't know why they can't generate runs. Maybe it's, that was Rossi's deal, though. Maybe maybe he was like, look, we can't score any runs. We can't give up another one. I'm not sure what you're... Instead, no, of, instead, of, instead of changing what he did. Oh, I, was, I mean, Darvish should have come out with... The way that Darvish's game was handled is fine. Okay. There's, I have no complaints about that. You know, that's what, okay, shit, that was a problem. We should probably do something now. Like, let's go. You know, because he, I think he gave, does he give up a solo home run, then he gave up another run after that, whatever, that's fine. But, like, the, the Hendricks thing just, just baffles me. Yeah. And I'm the same, I'm still baffled by why Hendricks got taken out of Game 7 of the World Series, but that's a whole nother, you know. Well, and, and it worked out. Situation. It worked out in eventually. Maybe maybe they should have had a rain delay. Maybe that's what we need is a rain delay. Maybe we always just need a rain delay and a few words of encouragement from Jason Hayward. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be grand? You know who I feel worse for than well than us? The fans of the San Francisco Giants who got basically a, a playoff berth stolen from them by an umpire. Oh really? Yeah. So final final game of the season. Win and you're in. Rob Drake had, from from what I've read, had 27 missed calls that game. Really? 27. Um, in a row? No. I don't think so. Um, but including the very last pitch of the game that he called a strike that was, by all accord, not a strike. So who got in? The Milwaukee got in because of that? Yeah. Yeah, Milwaukee, I think, was the last one to flinch. Or it was Milwaukee or St. Louis, one of the two. Because those are the last three teams that were... That yeah, but left. Milwaukee got the eight seed, so... Oh, then I would assume so, yes. Yeah, so San Francisco lost out on the opportunity to get swept by the Dodgers. Wonderful. Yeah. Did Clayton Kershaw... Did Clayton Kershaw rewrite... No. ...the books on him as a postseason performer yesterday? No. 13 strikeouts? He had a good game. Eight shutout Not innings. taking anything away from him. Do it when it matters, and it's not a fucking a Brewers team who's sub five hundred. It seems like it matters to win these games. It, as it does. We, as I'm, we have no, proven, I, I'm not saying that it that it wasn't an important. I would have taken outing. 13 fucking strikeouts from a pitcher. I, I'm sure you would have, but that doesn't change the history of Clayton Kershaw. What one game does not rewrite his history in the postseason. All right, we will have to see if he can. If this is the future. The once and future Kershaw. Okay, let's let us let us pretend they go to the World Series and he pitches and gets lit up. Is it going to re get rewritten again if we rewrite it right now? I don't know. I didn't rewrite it. Clayton's writing it. You're the one reviewing it. That's what we're here for. Well, this is a fucking what we do. terrible story, though. You know? I mean, I think he's got an opportunity here. He does have an opportunity, but it's not. It doesn't change anything yet. All right. He's been terrible in the postseason. What if he tears career. it up in the World Series? Then good for him. What then if he, he then silences the Slam Diego Padres? He, well, that wouldn't be in the World Series. But. I know, but it would have to on the way yeah. to the glorious Mount Seriousness. Whatever, I don't know. Mount like, Crushmore? Crushmore. Mount Crushmore. <laughs> Atop Mount Crushmore strides Clayton Kershaw, half-pitcher, half-wolfman-looking motherfucker. He does have a little wolfman. He's got a little bit of wolfman thing going um, on. You want some shit on the fucking brighter side of baseball? Yes? No? Maybe? I'm trying to think of what the brighter side of baseball might be. 
the break. How was... many game? How many days till pitchers and catchers report? It's worth <laughs> Is that what fucking story? I haven't he- I haven't healed yet. We I can't even worry about that yet. <laughs> Still pissed off. That's, that's, like new, that's new hope, man. New hope is a ways off still. The Braves won a series for the first time since 01. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not realize that. They missed it. That's how many, do you know how many opportunities they've had not. since then? Okay. Um, but 01 was still, I mean, it was still Glavin and the boys. Yeah. It was Glavin, Maddox. I, just, they was, went, I think it was the closer then. I'd have to uh, close circuit to Ryan Malmstrom. He'd have to let me know how many. Because the, the Braves were kind of in, were in the woods for a, for a long yeah. time. Or and in a long time, but long enough that yeah. I would say there's there's a fair chunk of that where the opportunity to lose a playoff series was something that they were pining for. Yeah. But, I mean, 19 years between winning a series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Christ, though, the Marlins, this is the first playoff series they've won since 2003. Yeah, first time they've been in the playoffs since exactly. 2003. Still un- so undefeated in the postseason, yeah. but the first postseason series they've won since 2003. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, from perspective. Honestly, the A's winning winning their series is a big deal after, after kind of getting to the playoffs but not getting out of the wild card game the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, good. I'm happy for them. I don't. I I don't think I cared less about a playoff series than that one in the first round. Okay. I just I didn't have a like cool White Sox neat. You know. I honestly didn't care about the Dodgers and Brewers like at all. I I think I I don't think I cared about that one, but I think I wrote that one off as more of a foregone conclusion yeah. than than anything else. Yeah. Um. I was surprised by the Yankees steamrolling. Yeah, especially against what the hell did Bieber say after the game too? Like, sorry, I thought he said something. Somebody asked him about struggling against the Yankees, and he was like, "I was just under the impression that I got to pitch against shitty AL Central teams for the rest of the season, or something like that." Like, he was like, "What a douchebag!" It's like, why is he a douchebag? And Trevor Bauer is funny. Yeah, I don't understand. That's funny. Like, it it's, 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 yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Like. If you're gonna be a dick, be funny about it. Anyway, um, have you seen Juniors? I'm referring to Tatis Junior as Junior. Oh, we're doing this forward, now. Just, okay. You know, have you seen the backflip? Oh yeah, I saw the yeah. backflip. Yeah, it's pretty glorious. He's like, can I, honestly is somebody like feeding him this stuff? Maybe is so, is there like a press agent or a manager or uh, or, or his agent or somebody just I going would, like if, if somebody is, I would guess it's his agent. Just going like you just keep it up. Yeah. You just keep it absolutely up. like go you're, ahead. You're gonna get yeah. paid in every way, shape, and form. Just everything you do, everything you think to do, do it twice yeah. as hard as you were planning on doing it. Like go out there and be the be the guy. Well, be what's amazing is like he's doing flipping. it, but he's not the villain. No, like, that's good. If Bryce Harper was doing the same things, we we as baseball fans in general would be all over Bryce Harper. For I really hope that, by the way, Chris Bryant is following the Bryce Harper trajectory at yeah. this point from the like rookie of the year MVP type thing to the bottom of the barrel garbage heap to can if he can go back to playing at the level that Bryce is playing at now where he's actually like widely under like Harper's wildly underrated at this yeah. point right because yeah. all we remember is like two shit seasons yeah 
and and failure in the playoffs. There was a, a story in the last in the last week since they missed the playoffs about how the Phillies have failed Bryce Harper. <laughs> I, I don't know how. I mean, they they seem to spend money. They put they put people around him. Phillies or Angels. Who's failed more? Who's the who's the more futile attempt oh, at the Angels at for buying. sure? Okay, so is our guy Mike Trout? Bet you thought we wouldn't get to him. <laughs> is Mike Trout destined to go down as the biggest waste of talent in the history of Major League the, Baseball? The Carl Malone, the Charles Barkley, the yeah, the, is the Ernie Banks? Well, Carl Malone, I mean, like, yeah, it's the Ernie Banks thing. Carl Malone like made the finals. True. How many times has Trout even been in the fucking playoffs? Once. One time. 16 Barry out, Sanders. 16 out of 30, and they couldn't make the playoffs. Barry Sanders. With, with two of the best hitters in all of the American League, if not all of baseball, in Trout and Rendon. And some pretty solid pitching. Yeah. Um, what did Otani do this year? Did he pitch? Did he hit? Did he play well? Uh, did he play? He got hurt again, so he stopped pitching but kept DHing. He He was terrible. Was he? Yeah. And Joe Adele kind of. He had a rough. He, he had a true he, rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's going to be his. That's going to be the story from now on with him. Is like, did they damage his development by letting him play baseball? No. No, they didn't. The answer is no. Allowing players to play baseball does not damage their development. Not being good at baseball damages your development. Agreed. If you can't get better at baseball, you weren't going to get better by not playing. I promise you, this is the truth. Mike, are you a good guitar player? Uh, no. No. Uh, have you practiced? No. Will you be picking up a guitar this week? No. Do you expect to become a better guitar player? Yes. There you go. <laughs> You're ready for your call up and send down and call up and send down and call up and send down. I, I, I agree. You're a let quad the, A guitar player. Let the kids Fucking play. congratulations. I am not a quad A guitar player. <laughs> I I am not a low A guitar player. I got a guitar. We can tune it to low A. I don't care. I'm like whatever you want it to go for. This thing, is I got A minor. No, um, A, a minor is a chord. We'll get to that some other. <laughs> I'm sure I know more about. I'm sure I know slightly more about A minor than I do about uh, A minor league roster for the Angels and their failures or successes. But I mean, like. What could they possibly? What what else can they do? What is what is what do the the Los Angeles angles of Anaheim? I I don't know. They're not. I mean, they're they're in a good division. I mean, they have two teams ahead of them that are perennial contenders. Contenders, yeah. But we just talked about how Houston sucked this year. This year, you know, like this. this well, yeah, they sucked and they couldn't and they couldn't beat them. Yeah. They were below 500, and they couldn't be better than that. It's like a golden opportunity, right? With Rendon and Trout and the whole bit, and the hey, 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 I don't get it. Like, that's sad. It sucks. I'm glad I'm not an Angels fan. It would be hard. It, it really would be. Pining. Pining for the postseason failure well, rate I mean, of the Minnesota Twins. Mike Trout. Mike Trout wishes he had lost his last 18 playoff games. Mike Trout shouldn't have asked for a no-trade clause. He should have gotten the fuck out of Angel Stadium. <laughs> He's stuck there. <coughs> wow. What, you yeah. got 12 more years? 
I don't know. I just had a like whole Vincent Price moment over here. This October must be getting. He's gonna be forty. It's still fucking doing nothing. How old is he? I think he's thirty right now. Is he thirty right now? I think so. Yeah, he's got what five years. He's at at most. I would say five years of prime. Yeah. Yeah, five years at his best. Yeah. And theoretically, already past it. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, two years from being moved to right field. Yeah, physical, like. Physical prime is 27, 28 years old, right? Yeah. Typically, somebody's physical prime is that age. Now, it and your your playing prime can extend beyond that. Yeah. Can come up a little earlier. Because most guys, though, when they're 25 and they've hit a bunch of doubles and they turn 27, that's when the home run, the doubles turn into home runs. Yeah. Because that physical prime has been reached. Yeah. But, like, Trout's, he's gone. He's past it. It's over. Well, Tr- we're Trout, past that. Trout broke in at what twenty? I mean, we're yeah. ten years, ten years into Mike Trout, <sighs> and he's made the playoffs once. It's it, it's sad. It is. It is sad. Now, granted, the Angels have had had made some fucking pretty bad moves and, and brought on some pretty bad contracts, and Josh Hamilton and Albert Pujols. Yeah, but I don't know that they. I mean, I don't it, think I don't it think never stopped the them from it never stopped them from being able to spend more money. Right. Like, how? I don't. Yeah, it's it's a damn shame. Uh, yeah, they just signed Anthony Rendon. They weren't afraid to give out two hundred and sixty million or whatever it was. Well, it's not like Otani's playing for peanuts either. Right. Otani, who basically isn't pitching and hasn't been all that great of a hitter. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of money for a DH. Yeah, for a average at best DH. When you have a DH. Yeah, because Albert can't play first. No. But he hits okay. Okay, yeah. You know? He doesn't hit $30 million a year, though, or whatever no. he's getting. Well, he was never going to. That's the whole point. That but that contract True. is for services rendered previously. Yeah. To the St. Louis Cardinals, mostly. But, yeah. like, you, we've talked about that before. It's like, this contract is not about what you're going to do during the length of this contract. This contract is about keeping you here for this part of it right here. It's well, very important that we have you for he, this part of it. He has had some great milestones in an Angels uniform. Wow. He has his 3,000th hit. He had his 500 home runs, his 600 home runs. He just passed Willie Mays. And he had his longest streak of not appearing in playoff games. Yeah. Because <laughs> in St. Louis, I feel like he was doing that a whole, whole damn lot. Well, he what did they win? They won at least two with him, if not three. I think they won They won two with him and then won like the year after he got Yeah, something he like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough, man. It's, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I, I hate the idea that, I hate the idea that like this Chicago Cubs team was pitched to us in 2014 as look out for these guys. And then in 2015, they arrived a year too early. They got close. They, They did the thing. They won the wild card game. You know, huge deal. They made it to the NLCS. Huge deal. All all those kinds of things. They did it the next year. They won the World Series. But we kept getting pitched like, this isn't a one-and-done kind of thing. Yeah. This is the future. This is legit. These guys, Bryant and Rizzo and Baez and Contreras and and Schwarber and Hendricks and all these guys, this is the this is the future. This is the team everybody's going to gonna be looking at. This is the dynasty thing. And there's absolutely zero evidence of that. Agreed. Like, 
Are you always going to be remembered, written in the history books, Hall of Fame level, curse breaker thing? Hell yeah, you yeah. are. But that's not getting you anywhere this year. Right. And the further you get away from that, the more it's just going to become a footnote, a page in a book somewhere. Uh, how long till Theo goes to Cleveland? Though, I know. I mean, right? the, it's the only, it's the big curse that's left. How long until he goes to Cleveland and just wins one? For you him? do Theo, like if you're Theo, are you like shooting for Cleveland and another curse, or are you? What's the big pad of the resume? Is the Seattle and never. The Seattle's never won a World Series, right? No. And that's the... Never been to a World Series. That's the oldest franchise without a World Series win? Or is it Texas? It's closer. They're, uh, it's probably Texas. I, I think the Rangers were around before the Pilots. Rangers was 72 or 73. It's close. I can't, yeah. I think, the, I think the Pilots were around in the late 60s. But the Rangers were like the second version of the Washington Senators before they were the Rangers. Yeah. Two. Uh, but anyway, like, would it be more fun to break another curse? Or would it be more fun to do a, they ain't never done this before? Yeah. Like, and like, Watts is nuts. DePito out in Seattle is so trade crazy that he would fucking trade himself for <laughs> Theo. <laughs> I, I don't know if the Cubs would make that move, though. Can he trade himself for Theo? Can you trade yourself? Didn't John Gruden trade himself? Yeah. Or something or another at some point? Yeah, from Tampa to the Raiders. Yeah. Tony Dungy went to Tampa and beat Gruden in the Super Bowl that year. Was that the deal? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, John Gruden and uh, Rich Gannon lost in the Super Bowl. Oh, Rich Gannon. To Brad Johnson. Oh, there's another guy <laughs> for the Flacco Dilfer <laughs> yep. Johnson Hall of Fame. Mark Rippin. Oh, Mark yeah. Mark Rippin's kid is uh, quarterbacking for the I Broncos. saw the name Rippin uh, from somebody, and, yep. like, I, I suppose I should have just assumed it was the Broncos. Like, it seems like this year if a if the name of a player plop, pops up and says, like, is starting in place of the injured, it might as well be for the Denver Broncos. Or the 49ers, but yeah. The 49ers are pretty decimated, too, I guess. But the Bears are 3-0, and um, and that's pretty solid, pretty <laughs> I, cool. Still tied for first place. I feel a break coming on. I feel a break. So, I, I feel like we're going to take a break, and I'm going to cut the last, like, 15, 20 minutes of this. Go back, look for something from like episode nine that was pretty fun, interesting, exciting. Matter of fact, why don't you turn this off? Go back, search episode nine, check that oh, one out. I'm sure it was really it good. It probably had a funnier name. It was profound. It was beautiful. We weren't this upset. We weren't this angry. We weren't this downtrodden. Well, we were optimistic. It was back when we were into the drugs. Apparently, yeah, I don't yeah, know for sure. Yeah, tons of drugs. Anyway. Uh, what did you want to say before I stopped? Um, let's break and I'll and I'll lead with it. Sounds brilliant. We'll be back in a little bit on the My Franchise Baseball podcast. Do you wanna the marijuana go?
Got war papers on it. Yeah. And paranoid Iron Man and fairies with boots. All right, maybe you've convinced me to try it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so welcome back to the <laughs> Baseball Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike, joined by my bestie, Glenn. Yeah. And our lovely producer, Dizzle. Hello. And I um, just handed Mike a stack of Queen records. Uh, and some other stuff, but yeah, yeah. there's a lot of Queen. Dude, there's, a, so... I mean, what do you think? There's 15 records. I bet you eight of them are Queen. Yeah, it's... Uh, the it, Queen is kind of the, like, Major League Baseball playoffs this year. Most of it is Queen. <laughs> you know, almost everybody made the playoffs. More than half, more than half of it's Queen. Yeah. I don't know. At some point in my life, I got obsessed with Queen uh, to the point where people who had Queen-related things that they did not want gave their Queen-related things to me. Yeah. So I accumulated many a Queen. I, I want you to know that during the break, we figured out we we're going to put the turntable up in your house. Oh, yeah. excellent. That is very good. important thing to, to get hashed out. Very good news. Um, so I would have liked to have been involved in that process, but it ain't. My well, house. we'll wait till you see the space. Might be my turntable, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex Myers and Fernando Tatis Jr. each hit two home runs. Well, Myers. What did I say? Alex. Alex. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't even know. Alex Myers, the failed Twins pitcher. Um. Each hit. So your head's still in basically the same place yeah. it was when we got here. Okay. Yeah, much. Uh, <laughs> negativity. <laughs> so they each hit two home runs in the same game as teammates yesterday. Yeah. First time it's happened since two legendary teammates. I'm not going to tell you how far back, but do you want to take a guess? Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco? Way before that. Way before that. Oh, Garrigan Ruth? Garrigan Ruth in 1930. Since that's always the answer since, to a well, my question is Garrig or it's Ruth. It's not true. <laughs> um, but since the famed game in 1933 where Babe Ruth supposedly called his shot. Ah, yes. An interesting tidbit that I heard about that on the way over was, so it was against the Cubs. Yep. And he didn't, the story goes that he wasn't actually calling his shot. That the Cubs bench had been giving him a hard time the whole game. And he had pointed at the Cubs bench and said something about hitting a home run and then did. Oh, so he wasn't necessarily calling his shot pointing into the outfield. He was maybe calling his shot saying, I'm putting one over the fence. Fuck you. Yeah, I can dig that. So don't know what the real story is, but that's the that's the fable. Do you know who the do you know who holds the single season, the all-time single season RBI record? Pack Wilson? Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many it was? 190? 190? Until 1999, when the commissioner of baseball determined that there was an extra RBI for Hack Wilson that had been left. Somebody had done some research and found that there was an RBI left off his... Really? Like, from a box score. I mean, either way. So they crazy, gave... They, but, so many many years many later, many years gave him later. an additional RBI, yeah. which is not the one that put him over the top. I mean, no. 190 was the record, regardless. Yeah. Um, you know how many home runs he hit that season? Twelve, fifty-six. Really, it was pretty outstanding. It was actually the National League record until Sammy and Mark. Wow, yeah, it was the National League record for home runs was fifty-six in nineteen. 30, I think. Wow. If 
Interesting story, that yeah. guy. Interesting. Interesting story. Are you ready for a top five? I think... Yeah, let's do it. So to kind of go back to the conversation we had about, about Mike Trout and the, the waste of his talent on the Angels, top five wasted careers in sports history. Yeah, I didn't know the best. I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the best way to phrase it. Yeah. But like top five, what, whatever you want to call it, it's like outstanding careers that are marked by a team's futility yeah. in that outstanding time frame. Yeah. Does that... We know what we're talking about. I hope that you out there in listener land know what we're talking about. But yeah. uh, I think you, I, I think you should have gotten the idea by the Mark Mike Trout, Mark Trout. Yeah, Mark Trout and Alex Myers walk into a bar and fucking what is going on around here? Anyway, drugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, drugs. Cool. So the by the Mike Trout, Mike Trout conversation, and also by this list, I think you'll you'll get exactly what we're talking about. But yeah, yeah like. Exceptional careers marked by team futility. Um, I'm going to take a hometowner with my number five. I know who it's going to be. You want to guess? KG. No. 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 No KG. All right. Johan Santana. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's. I don't know if there's enough futility to make my list, but but I do feel. No, it. but I had. I I want to throw somebody hometown on and. Since we are a baseball podcast, sort of. I thought um, that I would go with Johan. Well, I'll tell you what. For my number five, then I will, uh, I will go sort of the same route. The the hometown, or at least home team, for me, kind of thing. And I'll say Ernie Banks. Yeah. Uh, my issue with including that is I wasn't there for any of it. I really don't know. All I have is the accounts. Like what I've heard, are yeah. It, yeah, exactly. But he, great player, miserable teams. Yeah, and he already makes my number four. Yeah, a so. very unfortunate kind of lack of success story. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, then I'll 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 go Kevin Garnett for for four. Okay. What a waste. Yeah. Great, and I don't. I mean, like they made one run. I I think I've made it clear over the sixty episodes. Yeah. Now that I don't know very much about basketball, but I know that Kevin Garnett was way better than the Timberwolves teams that, yeah, that he played for. Uh, My number three, Carl the Mailman Malone. Ooh, Carl Malone. One of of my all-time favorite players. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost done with the last dance, by the way. Nice. We finished season two. Of Corporate Kyle. I'm dying for season three now, aren't you? Yeah. Yes. Like, like I said, I still don't know how great a show it is, but I really do want to know. Like they they make you they make you like every character. I think that's the, that's the key to it is they 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 make you root for everybody. Yeah, I I think they've been very fair about everybody, except maybe Crease. But except, yeah, I was yeah. that. Yeah. But I think that's how it was supposed to work. Uh, number three. Number. I know you and I are going to have one more in common. Um, well, I have to say Barry Sanders. I feel like he should have been number one, but I, I have to say Barry Sanders. Yeah. And like, he's my he's my number two. He's your number two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, brutal, right? Yeah. What did they? I mean, they made the playoffs a couple times, a but couple times, twice maybe. They made the playoffs more times than the 
<laughs> they made the playoffs more times than I think those uh, Cubs teams with Ernie Banks on did. Well, that was different. I mean, you if you made the playoffs, you went to the World Series. Yeah, that is true. So you were, yeah, you were one of two teams. Yep, that's pretty much the deal there. Um, I didn't go back to another cup. I got to say around Sandberg. Yeah. Like, and that Sandberg, Grace, Dawson, like somewhere in that era, yeah. that should have been the, that should have been the curse-breaking era. Yeah. For me, for my money. But, you got, I mean, you got two Hall of Famers. Yeah. Yeah. And Grace, who was... No slouch. Not a Hall of Famer, but, I mean, led the 90s in hits. Right. It's kind of a big deal. Or batting average or what? I don't hits. remember. Hits. But hits. it's kind of a big deal. Right. Uh, my number one is Ted Williams. Ted Williams. All right. But, uh, again, with baseball in that era, you had, to, you had to be the best team in the American League or the National League to make it to the World Series, and he never made it to the World Series. Yeah. Well, the Yankees, who were a juggernaut in in a lot of that time period, so yeah, it's really, really, really tough to disagree with. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna like I'm gonna say this before I figure out who would be the last person on my list. I will tell you right now, it, as it stands at this moment, if things do not change, yeah, it's Mike Trout. Agreed, by a long shot. But he's got he's got he's got a chance. He's got though, time. So. There's a, yeah, I'm not ready to write that off yet. But I would say up to this point in his career, if his career were to end for some reason, it, it would have to be true. Yeah, I'm not I'm not including him because he he's Cause not he's not in that top five because he still has the opportunity. Yeah, there's there's career left to be had out yeah. there. Now, if he only makes the playoff playoffs one time and somehow they win the World Series that year, is that is that enough to change that? Or is there I think, still so much futility that he didn't... We didn't get to see him in October. I think it's enough to change that. I mean, like, if he wins a World Series, I think it's enough to say... I mean, that that gives him something that nobody else on either of these lists did. True, but at, but at the same time, we're talk, we, we talk about him often as the greatest player of our lifetimes ahead of Miggy, Albert, Griffey Jr. I mean... Oh, yeah. Griffey Jr. That should be number one, right? He should be on the list. <laughs> I'll take it. There you go. <laughs> I'll put a little Griffey Jr. on there. I was trying to think, isn't there? There's, There's got to be an NFL quarterback who should be on this. Who should be on this list somewhere. But I can't. I can't for the life. Dan Marino. Oh, Marino, yeah. Made the Super Bowl as a rookie. Never made it back. Jeez, yeah. It's rough. I don't know, man. But I think Trout. I I think. I, I think all you have to win is one. Yeah. For it to be. To get off this list. To get off this list. For it to be okay. I think you could still have this debate at some point. If he may, if he makes the playoffs every year the rest of his career, but doesn't win one, is he off the list? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think you have to win that. I think that's you have to win a championship. You have to win a championship to not get the to not get the futility tag. I mean, like that's the the way it goes. On the flip side of that, I wouldn't put Jim Kelly on this list. Okay. You know, like I feel like the Buffalo Bills achieved a lot with him he as the quarterback. Went to four Super Bowls in a row. Yeah. Even if you lost them, you still you were the best in the AFC for four years. Yeah. 
I mean, I get. I guess if the Angels went and lost the next three World Series, then I'd probably still knock Trout off this list. Okay. You know, it's a it's it's definitely a tough. It's it's open for debate. Yeah, it's not a an open and shut. You know, closed kind of like we can't. No, he 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 went near a World Series. He's but he's off the list or anything. That's yeah. kind of the fun thing about making lists like this in the first place is you can just kind of. Make up the rules as you go along, which is what you get to do when you have your own podcast. Yeah, that's the fun of it. Yeah, if you like making up the rules as you go along and are sort of in love with the sound of your own voice, I highly recommend getting a podcast. It's not hard to do, as we have proven 60 fucking times here on the My Franchise Baseball Podcast. For fans, by fans. Wait.